0: welcome to the new author podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the new author podcast. Oh, and people have said to me in the past, um, once you get a couple of books published, will you be able to keep your title as the new author podcast? And then you came on and you were technically a new author, but now you have a book published and you've written too. So the question is like, can we stay the new author podcast? So I'll get to that later, just so you know. Okay. Yeah, this is episode number one hundred seventeen. Today is February twenty eighth, the last day of February. I love this. Oh, it's this is like Christmas Eve for me. It's like tomorrow is a whole, whole new day. I love it. Um, Two thousand twenty one. I am Jerry Evanoff, one of the hosts, and looking puzzled at my new author podcast uh, teaser is my sister Lindsay. Lindsay, how are you doing today?
0: I'm good, but here's the thing: like yeah. we're co hosts on this podcast, and I feel like I should be in the know.
1: Oh, you're, well, you're keeping
0: me on the edge of my seat, just like our listeners.
1: Well, I really, I just made it up this morning and haven't told you yet. I was thinking about it this morning while I was doing my dishes. No, I didn't do my dishes. Oh, putting away groceries. That's what I did this morning. Uh, I was thinking about it this morning as I was putting my, away my groceries. And, um, and I was thinking like what I was going to type into the outline. And uh, this, this popped into my head is, Hey, now I have a reason why we continue to be the new author podcast. So, cause we'd have to have the mom come on as a co-host at some point, And then when her book is done, I mean, we would just have to keep finding new authors. We would. Yeah. We'd have to, Oh, we have to, th- Then, but you know, two years from now, we're like seven hosts and
0: yeah, that would be too confusing. I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. So okay. I can't
0: see mom wanting to host with us. I don't Probably not.
1: Yeah. I don't see it either. And then I don't think we're going to get the dad on here to talk about, I was thinking like, you know, we, we joke, or at least I joke about how like you wrote books. I, I have some, she's working on one and he's not. But really, if you think about it, it's kind of like a artistic pursuit type thing, you know, it's a Uh a type. Well, he he, half the stuff in my in my house was built by him. Yeah. So there's some artistic ability there. It's just not writing. That's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. I'm looking around now and I see a TV stand and I have a, a spice rack and I have a bookshelf. And I have something upstairs. I don't remember what it is, but I have all these, and I have something in my golf simulator that he built also. So all these different things around my house that are just built by him. So
0: yeah, I have a TV stand. Both of my kids have dressers, um, a bookshelf that Paris has, um, a lazy Susan, you know, the thing that spins, it's on my little table in my kitchen Mm -hmm. nook. And then I have a bowl on that lazy Susan that our dad's dad made.
1: Oh yeah. Um, actually this desk that I'm sitting at right now, he also made, which I love this. Desk. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, right, so, oh, and I have a, I have a teacup holder that he made too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but his retirement has really netted us a lot of good stuff. <laughs> <I
0: know. laughs> Great. We've really benefited from his retirement.
1: All right. So for me, uh, book three is down 101 words to 56, 594. It wasn't the best writing week for me, but I am still making progress as I work through segment three, uh, segment three, combining two and three together and deleting some words and getting ready to add new ones. So, that's where book three is. Still on track, but like I said, I wasn't the best writer this week. Uh, book one of my cozy mysteries, still zero words because I'm not writing it yet, uh, but I am plotting <laughs> it every now and then. I, I, I think this week I only worked on it once and it was last night for a couple hours where I, I went through and did some fun stuff that I'll get to in a little while. Uh, Mailer light, I am down 12. Subscribers to 843. It's weird how that worked considering I had a book funnel go out and an email go out. I thought I would get more subscribers than I would lose, but it was completely mm-hmm. the other way around, which is fine. Um, so, yeah, those are my numbers so far.
0: Uh, my book two word count is at 32,632. I'm up 471 words. So, that's better than some of the weeks have been, I guess. Um, I still have 617 active subscribers. There's been no change. I forgot to send out a newsletter. Like I want to be so good at that, but I don't have anything to say. So I don't know. Maybe I'll talk about my painted office. I have no idea. Um, And I have zero ads running, and I'm fine with that. Um, I think I just need to get book two out, you know, before I hit that stuff hard. Um, As far as news goes, my new back MacBook was finally delivered on Tuesday. So it was a week late, but you know you can't fault FedEx for it. There was that snowstorm. Um, it took me all day to get my files transferred, which is stupid because with a Mac, you you connect them to the same Wi-Fi and you go to this thing, this little app, and you send it on one and you receive it on the other, and then it just does its thing. But I am not computer savvy, and I went around the block a few times before I made that happen. So I really didn't get too much done on Tuesday. Um, also on Wednesday, my Neo came. Um, I was able to play with it a little bit on Wednesday, but not too much until Thursday. Um, I love it. I yeah. really, really love it. It's, it's so light. It probably doesn't even weigh a pound. Um, and it's super portable. Um, yeah, it's perfect. Um, I really have to get used to not being able to look back and edit as I go, which is at times is a little frustrating, but I know it's for the best to just get the words out. Um, I think it was yesterday, I hooked it up to my computer to transfer the what, what was on the Neo onto my Word doc. Um, and it was like 600 words and it took 10 minutes or something like that. You, you calculated um, how many words an hour it was like forty thousand or something. I don't no, remember. no, no,
1: not that many. How much? It was like four thousand.
0: Oh, okay. I, it was a lot. I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, that was fun. So just sit here and watch it. Type out, you know, like what I put in it. Um, and it's terrible. Like, I mean, it's not terrible. It needs a lot of polishing. But this is probably why it's best for me to write on the Neo. Um, just so that I can get the story out and then edit it
1: later. Did you have a bunch of typos or does the Neo fix those? Um, the
0: Neo underlines, I, I kind of catch it as I go. Um, but then when it was being typed into Word, Word would correct it as it was being typed. That's what typed. I was
1: wondering. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah,
0: it was really fun to watch. Um, it was like watching a player piano, you know, like the keys oh, right. are moving and the music's coming out, but there's no person sitting there. Um, Oh, I finished the book. uh, So man created God in his own image. It was really good. And I'm ready to start. Maybe you should talk to someone by Lori Gottlieb. Um, I'm really excited to read this, but I've been so tired the last few nights that I can't hold my eyes open to read. So hopefully I can get that going. Um, And that's all of my news.
1: So mine is going to be, you know, similar to what I've done in the past where I talk about the ads and newsletter, Um, In terms of the Amazon ads, I have three ads running uh, using that custom text data, the whole, you know, which door would you choose? I still have nothing, no sales, no page reads, but I did get another click, which means my click rate is still really low compared to what we've seen in Amazon ads in the past. It's really high compared to the Facebook ads, but it's really low. So I'm at um, one click per 395 impressions, which, you know, that's really good. I feel like with something like that, Um, the, 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 the longer I just let it sit there, it will actually make sales and it'll make them. I mean, I feel like the click rate is pretty good. So I wonder if the sales rate of what was it, it was one out of every, I forget what it was. One out of every 10 clicks or one out of every, I think less than 10, not clever. How many sales um, would you want per click?
0: Oh, it was,
1: I think it's the, I think it's single digits. You don't want like one out of twenty. I think you want like one out of five to one out of ten. I don't remember. And right now I'm at four total. We should write
0: this stuff down.
1: Oh, ooh, yeah, um, yeah, that's a good point. Actually, we should. Um, somebody, somebody, go back and just listen to all our podcasts and find where Lindsay said that, and then email us so we don't and have let to us go. know what we've yeah, done because <laughs> we, we're we're too busy right now. Um, So one out of every three, 395 on the, uh, which ad is that, that is the time travel keywords one, which is what I assume would be my most important keywords. And then I believe keywords three, which I think was all of my authors, um, is one out of every 269. So that's even better. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it potentially could be, if I make a sale with the first five clicks of one of those ads, it could be within the first, you know, um, i really lost where i was going there a couple thousand impressions which is really good compared to what we've talked about in the past so i'm at uh, i'm at about 24 cents per click right now i put them at 30 cents and it's only cost me about 24 cents which is good mm-hmm. so if i sound distracted i apologize but the michael scott movie uh, what's the movie called that he did uh the, remember the movie that michael yeah. scott did Oh, uh, man, it, sl- it slipped your threat level. Midnight threat level. midnight. It really is too early threat level. Midnight is actually on my TV as we speak. And I keep, this is why I can't write at home, by the way. Um, <laughs> you
0: can't think of words.
1: I'll say this word later in the podcast, but shiny things. Holy cow. I'm like a baby slain in a crib, just <laughs> looking around at everything. Um, so anyway, those are my, the, the Amazon ads. I mean, I feel like even though I have no sales and no, no, um, click uh page reads, it's actually not bad numbers wise, because I, I only have three of them running. The third one has like 22 impressions and no clicks. That one's probably not going to get me anything. But um, I, I don't have any plans to create hundreds of them. I'm not going to do anything like that. I just wanted to have these three running with the doors stuff that points them to the doors things in the in the, uh, in the Amazon, the Amazon, the blurb and the the um, mm-hmm. whatever that first line that I was, tagline, catchphrase, whatever that is. Hook. hook. That's mm-hmm. it the hook. Cool. Um, and we'll see what happens. So that's where those are. Facebook ads. So last week I did the whole men versus women thing where... I created a second image and I, so the image that went out to the men is the the this the guy looking at the doors, the one I've been doing all month. The one that went mm-hmm. out to the women, I found a silhouette of a man and a woman mm-hmm. holding hands. And I used that picture for the women. And I, but everything else is exactly the same. I just changed that picture and I sent that out. So my sales were down a little, uh, a little bit. They were still higher. Let me see, I'm scrolling now. Yeah, they were still higher than any, they, by higher by a lot than any, um, ad set that I had done since the beginning of December when I started tracking all of it. Uh, but they were lower than the first three months of fe- February, but it's still, still, they were, they were still really high. Just, just lower compared to the last three weeks. Uh, the women's were, let's see, I'm looking now the women's actually, you know, the, 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 so if I look at the average 60, so this is, um, this is the lowest age group. So let's do 35 to 44 age 35 to 44 in week one, one out of 24 clicks in week two, one out of 23 clicks in week three, one out of 36 clicks. And then this week, one out of 60, which is strange. And that's the other age groups that were were fine. Some, they were better. I mean, the 25 to 34, one out of 18, that's one of the lowest numbers I've seen. The other ones are in the twenties. I'm usually in the one out of twenties in most of them, I'll hit a thirties every now and then, but most of my click rates for women have been one out of some number in the twenties, 25, 23, 27. I have a 19 up here. I have a 20, but I have that 60, I have a 36, you know, so that's kind of what I'm seeing in terms of the click rates. The men's were a lot better. And I'm wondering why that is because they it's the same ad they've been seeing the whole time. So, um, I don't know what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to start a new one tomorrow and run it through the first week of March. Um, One thing I noticed that I thought was kind of strange was that uh, I did not run an ad. the ad is not running today. It ended yesterday, and I did that because mathematically it worked out to where if I tried to do it for seven days, I got a fraction in there, and I wanted to spend as much money as I could in my budget, so I just went six days instead. And uh, I have page reads today, though I you know which kind of makes sense. People probably bought it, downloaded it in the last couple of days, and then they're reading it today. Um, which kind of makes sense so what i think i might do this month is only run the ad from monday to saturday every week that gives me more money per day to spend it also gives me a nice even number of six instead of seven to divide by when i'm checking when i'm working on my budget and uh i think i'm going to see what happens on sundays do i still get pages and if that's the case i mean i wonder if doing like a monday tuesday wednesday friday saturday Type thing where I skip a day or two a week and see if there's still page reads where I can put more money into it per day. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think that the more money you put into it in one day, the more impressions you get, the more chance somebody's going to see it more than once. I feel like you get more sales if you do more money in one day instead of the same amount of money spread over two days or three days. I don't know if that's yeah. True or not. Maybe that's something I can test. You know, in March. Um, so. Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll do Monday through Friday and then see if I get page reads on the weekend. Maybe people see the ad during the week, they download it, they buy it, they don't have time to read it. But then on the weekend, the page reads pick up. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. That's five and that that works beautifully for my budget. So maybe I'll do something like that. We'll see how it goes. So I'm going to keep the doors theme though because that seems to be working really well. Uh, I think I'm going to keep the same image that I've been sending out the last few weeks, except I think I'm going to get rid of the one that I did for the women, the couple one, and just use the, mm-hmm. the guy, the one guy that's um, staring straight at the doors and, and take it from mm-hmm. there. Um, okay. So those, those are my Facebook ads. I did have a really, really good month of February. It's my best month ever in terms of money, purchase, uh, sales, and page reads when I, when I didn't do a 99 cent sale. Um, you know, the three times that I've done the 99 cent sale, I've sold a ton more, but yet this month I still made more money because it was a three ninety-nine book that people were buying instead of a 99 cent book. So uh, we'll see if I can continue that into March. I'm kind of hoping that I can. Um, I I'm, need to be a better writer so I can get book three out there and capitalize on those readers that are reading book one and book two. All right, in terms of autographed copies of the book on my website, I'm still working on this. Um, I haven't looked into the terms and conditions page yet. That's kind of scary and a bit overwhelming, Um, but I'll do. I'll probably do that last. I'll get the store built in draft mode and then I'll look up the terms and conditions page and try to figure that out. And then once all that's ready, I'll make everything active um, and we'll see how that goes. I also got a couple of um, emails over the past couple of weeks that I wanted to, to mention here. They're both related to like classes that you can take. Um, one of them was from Mark Dawson, I have like 75 tabs open. Where's my mail? There it is. Um, one of them is from Mark Dawson. He has a Scrivener class and usually, um, his classes are either included as part of the Amazon ads course or that self-publishing university that they have, um, self-publishing formula university that they have. This one does cost money. It's extra, but it's only 20 bucks. So I may buy it. It's, it's mastering Scrivener. Um, and since I'm using Scrivener like crazy, I may go ahead and buy it. And I mean, 20 bucks is, is, it seems like an easy, easy purchase. It might only be an hour or two hours of video. I'm not sure yet, but, uh, for 20 bucks, it it might be worth it to see what I'm doing. You know, what I could be doing different, how I could be using Scrivener different, even if it's just a bunch of, um, suggestions on things to do. If I find one or two things there that make things easier for me, then the 20 bucks is worth it. So
0: doesn't mom use Scrivener also?
1: No, she uses Word all uh, similar, similar to how you oh, do it. Oh,
0: I thought yeah. she was using Scrivener.
1: No, I struggle with Word, but I think it's because I do more, um, I do more plotting in my in my actual document than you do because uh, mm. you're using Plotter, right? So you do a lot of yeah. your plotting there. I have Plotter up on one monitor and my um,
0: manuscript, your favorite word. Yeah. On the other.
1: What's the other word? Polymp- polympist or something? What's the other word? <laughs> Palimpsest. Palimpsest. Is that what it was? I think so. Doesn't even sound right to say out loud.
0: A palimpsest.
1: I don't remember. Is that what it was? Palimpset? Yeah, I don't know. I
0: don't know. Mom said we were using it wrong anyway, so we'll let it
1: go. It's fine. Um, I'm going to cough. I have to meet this. I'm going to cough for a second.
0: (laughs) Thanks for letting us know.
1: Okay, so I'm back. All right, so. Um, that was the first class. The second one is something I think I forwarded this to you. And I think, I don't remember if you said you were going to do it or not. It came from Reedsy. It came about three weeks ago and I haven't done it yet. It's, it's, this isn't an actual class that you buy. It's not a video that you watch. This is, seems like the type of thing where you sign up for, and then you get daily emails on what to do. And and that's my issue is I work every day. I don't have a lot of time to do these things daily. They would stack up. And then, you know, it was kind of like when I took the Brian Cohen ads challenge back before you did, it was like, you had to do these things every day. And it just, I just didn't do it because I didn't have time during the day I worked all day. Um, I signed up for
0: three of them. And I just have them sitting in my box. I have excellent examples of show don't tell. Um, I have how to write romance, and I have turning up the heat.
1: But they were they were free. Right. So, and that's what this is. The one I'm talking about is it's a brand new, it's from uh, read. C. again, it's a, it's a brand new course on show. Don't tell is the, when you click the link, that's where it takes you. But mm-hmm. uh, again, so that's, is that what it was as you sign up and then you get daily emails?
0: Yeah. For 10 days, you'll get an email. I haven't looked at any of them yet, um, but I have them. So maybe yeah, I don't someday.
1: think it, Yeah, I think I don't think you, they're not due on a certain day. You just do them. No, when you huh? can. So yeah. I'm probably going to sign up for that at some point. Uh, I keep. I mean, it's been three weeks and I haven't yet. So hopefully, I'll do it this week. We'll see.
0: <laughs> maybe you should put that on your running list of things yeah. to do.
1: Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> um, so then the last thing I want to talk about is the newsletter. I sent the newsletter out last week. It was the first one with that new video, YouTube video, buy me a coffee, whole thing that I put together. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually got decent numbers in terms of opens. It got a, 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 my So the way that I use MailerLite is I, I auto resend a day or two later, maybe three days later in this case, the people who didn't open the first one and um it's, it's kind of scattered with the percentages I get on the second one, but my first one got 26% open rate, which was one of the higher, higher, actually I'm looking at, it, it's about, it's about average over the last month or so uh, in terms of my open rate, my click rate was 10%, which was higher than I've seen in a long time. That was nice. And I'm sure it was because of that YouTube video that I, that, well, the buy me a coffee link that has the YouTube video in it. Uh, my second one got an 8% open rate, which is uh, right in the middle of what my, my open rate is for the auto resend and a three, 3% click rate, which is actually pretty good for that auto resend. Um, pretty happy about that. Uh, doing the quick math, 625, 8% would be what? Six times, 48 people click the second time approximately, which is uh, pretty good considering they are people who didn't open the email the first time. I'm sorry, not clicked, opened. Um, 3% of the people clicked, that's uh, about 18 clicks. Again, I'll say that's pretty good for the people who didn't open it the first time to get that many people to click on the second email um, makes me pretty happy. So in terms of the YouTube video itself, I ended up getting, I think it was 30 or yeah, 33 views, which I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, I feel like I should have gotten more. Um, I'm not sure why I didn't. I had about, how many total did I have? Let's see. Uh, 26% of the first one is about 230, cl- uh, opens. And then another, f- that's about 275 openers and only three, 33 views of the email. So or, of the YouTube video. So I'm thinking that a lot of people probably clicked the free promo right off the bat and didn't scroll to where I put the link to the, the, the YouTube mm-hmm. video. So maybe I'll move that around next time and see if the open rate and the click rate changes for those. Or. Yep.
0: They opened the email while they were working and couldn't watch the video. Oh, that's possible. And then forgot about it. Like, I I don't know, maybe that's what I did perhaps.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, (laughs) well, wait, what were you working on? Because I sent it in the daytime and you can, were you, were you writing? What were you doing?
0: I, I don't, what day was it?
1: Sunday. It was it was while we were, po- that's what it was. It was while we were podcasting. You oh. opened it while we were podcasting and then you didn't view it probably because we yeah. were still podcasting. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and I probably just forgot. I'll have to go back.
1: Yeah, That's actually an interesting thought though because the second one went out at like 1230 on Wednesday. So I tried to do it at lunch yeah. on Wednesday for the East Coast, but for the West Coast, it's 930, they're working. For people yeah. in England, it's 530. Maybe they're eating dinner. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll probably experiment with the different times also just to see if-
0: I feel like Sunday morning, like at- eight o'clock or something would be good because people are up and either getting ready for church or drinking coffee and you know surfing the web or you know
1: yeah except for the last two emails i've sent out i've forgotten to do them on saturday and had to hurry up and do them on sunday morning (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, there at was least that. you remembered. Yeah. I don't remember about my newsletter until I was working on this outline.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, the book funnel actually didn't seem to go so well this time. There were only 19 books, 18 authors. I seem to do a lot better when there are like 125 books in there. Um, and I had 28 claims on 45 clicks. So the percentage of claims versus clicks was still more than 50%, which is what we usually see. Uh, I had 85 shares go to it, which is I usually get about 130 shares to go to it. I'm not sure why this one was less, but I'll do another newsletter uh, at some point in the next couple of weeks before before it expires, maybe the weekend before it expires. Try to send people to it again and see if I can get that click rate up. Um, I'll probably post a link on my Facebook author page also. And that usually gets me a couple of extra clicks. So. I did not get anyone to buy me a coffee, which is fine. I, you know, again, that wasn't the whole point of this. It's just there because you know I want extra money if you're going to give it to me. But um, <laughs> it's not what it, why it's there. It's there because I want people to get used to seeing videos on this site, and maybe mm-hmm. over time, a couple people start clicking that. Great, or they start clicking the link to my book, which I'm going to post on it probably every time. Uh, it's just another way to talk to the the people on the newsletter on the subscriber list with the hope that if they are freebie seekers, which a lot of them are, most of them are, um, Mm. I have this fear. I want to, I want to go in and scale down my newsletter list from the 840 or so that it is now down to whatever the number of people are that open every time. But I fear if I do that, if I send something out that says, Hey, do you want to stay on the list? I'll get like 200 people, which isn't out of the realm of possibility. Um, In fact, I would say it's pretty probable, but I, I don't want to do that because I don't want that number to go really low.
0: And, um, you know, my own husband opens my newsletters and reads them. But when I go into Miller Light, it says that he didn't open right.
1: it. Yeah, that's why I got one from, um, was it Mark Dawson? I got one from a, a big time author. Oh, it was David Gogrin. I got one from, I'm on, I'm on his newsletter list. I, I either read or scan his his email every time it comes out, but I use the um, Outlook preview pain to read. That's Mm -hmm. why I read all of my emails that come to my author email. And he sent me that thing that said, Hey, we noticed you haven't opened an email in a few months. And and I'm like, no, I've opened every one of them. Do you (laughs) want to stay on the list? And you hit yes. And you get moved to another list. So I'm sure there's a lot of that in there where people aren't, it isn't recognized that they're reading it. So I almost want to do that now just to see what that percentage is of people who would click that link and say, yeah, we open your email. So Mm -hmm. I'll I say maybe I'll put that together, but we both know that I won't because I have other stuff to do. And I want to sometimes sit on the couch and be lazy. So, Um, all right. So that is my news for the week. Um, If I jump into the recap from last week, again, I don't really remember too much of the week. I was a bad writer. I know that. I didn't get up at 5 a.m. I think I got up at 5 a.m. once. Mm -hmm. And I worked at lunch and that 5 a.m. one throughout the week, but it wasn't every single day. I took half a day off on Friday. That was kind of unexpected. I think on Tuesday, I thought, I just want to take half a day off. I looked at the weather and thought it's going to be in the forties. It's going to be apparently sunny and tan weather out. Cause it'd be in the forties, but it was a bit rainy and still a little chilly, but I didn't care. I just want to take half a day off. Worked in my golf simulator yesterday. Um, a couple of things I wanted to do to it before I started using it. And I did that and then started using it yesterday. It's supposed to be in the, the high, the mid fifties today. I'm going to go out after it stops raining and, and do that. I think a guy wow, I work heat with. Heat wave. Oh, I know. No doubt. What's going to be that? It's going to be 81 uh, here. Well, it says 55 today, 54 tomorrow, but if you look at the weather, it's 55 today and then 54 at midnight tonight, and then it just drops all day. But the weather says 54 because at some point during the day, it's going to be 54, which sucks. (laughs) Um, but I think I'll go out there at some point, but in terms of the writing, I just didn't do much. I'm just working through the, the, uh, this first edit, which I love doing. I just didn't do as much as I wanted to. And, and I, I'm so tired of this COVID stuff. I really oh, am. Yeah. I'm just so sick of it. Um, I was going to go to Panera yesterday morning and then I woke up and was like, ah, not yet. Um, not yet. I, I will at some point soon. I just haven't mm-hmm. gone yet. I know I would have gotten a lot more done had I gone yesterday morning and I just didn't go. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It sucks. I'm just tired of it. Um, that, that I'm looking forward to the Neo 2 when it comes to the mystery novel. Uh, because I can take, by the time I'm ready to plot it, I think I'll be going to restaurants. Uh, I might be, I don't know if I'll be back at work full-time, but I'll definitely have some weeks where I'm back at work and, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm looking, that's where I do my best. And I'm just looking forward to getting back. I really enjoy, you know, there's a subway near work that there's a high table right by the window. And there's only about seven tables in the whole place. It's really small, Mm -hmm. but I really enjoyed going in there and getting my food and going over to this corner table Uh, I always sit in corners so that nobody can sneak up behind me and hit me with a bag of nickels. I feel like that's a possibility. And uh, so there's like this corner table. It's a high table. I I think you probably
0: have a better, there's a better possibility of somebody buying you a coffee than hitting you with nickels.
1: Probably. Yeah. Uh, But it's a possibility. I don't, I don't like to rule that out. So, um, so uh, I'll do that at some point. It's just, I'm just tired of it. And uh, I know I would have done better this week had I been at work and going to lunch every day, like normal and, and then going to like Chick-fil-A yesterday morning. And, you know, if I had gone to Chick-fil-A and I could have sat inside yesterday morning, I would have been able to get the right food because they gave me the wrong food when I went through the drive through which was annoying. Mm. Um, so uh yesterday in the evening I did open up the Udemy video that I bought that talks about how to plot a mystery novel and it's it's going to be 31 chapters based on his outline. And it's funny because in the mystery novel he in his video he tells you in in chapter 1 you find the body. In chapter 2 you introduce the main character and these two characters, and then the love interest comes in. In chapter three, you're mm-hmm. back to the antagonist POVing. So I'm going to write it exactly how he lays it out. And then I'm going to go back and change it. I'm going to plot it, how he lays it yeah. out. And, and, and I'm using plotter like crazy. I've got all my characters in there. Yesterday I went in. So, okay. So this cozy mystery that I'm going to write is based on an idea that I've had for two years now, almost two years now. Because if you remember in 2019, I spent most of the summer in a plant for mm-hmm. the company I work for in the middle of Nebraska. And I remember being, you know, every morning I would go downstairs at like 4 a.m. and write. And I, I you know, I kind of got to be friends, friends. I hold up air quotes and friends with the, the woman who worked the desk every morning at the hotel. And the people at the plant, I, you know, I remember walking around like the third week we were there. I remember walking around with one of my coworkers who I'm making a character in this book. And I already, mm-hmm. I let him pick out his name yesterday or Friday. <laughs> and uh, it's a weird name. I'm kind of interested. What to see pick? How, So he's a big fan of Lost. as as, so am I and in in on lost there's a character named Ben Linus and there's another character named Desmond Hume and those are his favorite two characters and he went with their last names as his character name which would be Linus Hume and it's very unique and I decided yesterday that I'm going to have everybody refer to him by his last name which is Hume so that's kind of what I decided and um okay you don't like that as much as Linus
0: no I'm just listening
1: Okay. So, um, you're okay. There I was like a tentative, like, okay. Um, so processing. I, I, processing here. Okay. So I went through <laughs> and I sent you, I sent you a link to a website that creates yep. random characters, not just random names, but random characters. And I was using that to take all the people. Okay. So him and I were walking around the plant. I think it was the third week him and I were walking around the plant. And I remember just stopping and just be like, there are a lot of like really interesting people here There, there's, this is an interesting location. This would make a great place for a murder. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I had started to get into my head that I would call this in the city in Nebraska is called McCook. And I had gotten into my head that I was going to write a a, a cozy mystery or an Agatha Christie style mystery, which isn't necessarily cozy, but a Mm -hmm. Agatha Christie style mystery. I was going to call it murder in McCook. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it is. It's great. And I'm going to change all the names of the people, obviously. And I'm going to, I'm going to change the location, but I really like the murder in McCook, but I don't want to use McCook. I want to use some other mm-hmm. city. So I might create a, create a fake M city in, in, in the middle of the, the Midwest or the Rocky mountains, uh, that starts with an M and that's probably what I'll do. And, uh, There's so an I Air Force the, base there in McCook.
0: Yeah. It's called McCook. Oh, it's a army post McCook army airfield. So oh, I had no yeah. idea.
1: I, that's probably not the airport we flew into. It's we flew in
0: into Red Willow County, Nebraska.
1: Yeah. I don't know where that is. I don't know what County mm-hmm. we were in though. Yeah, I have no idea.
0: Near so, McCook, Nebraska, yeah. so it's somewhere but There's me. not
1: much that's near it, so it probably be easy to find.
0: Well, it's just um, an air, it's an army airfield, so it's not going to yeah. be huge anyway.
1: So I, I went through yesterday using that character builder that I had found and then sent to you, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Um, and I created, I took all the people's real names that I had in plot, and I changed them to fake names, to their characters' mm-hmm. names. And I gave them all, like, date of birth, height, weight. I gave them, like, this website would give, like, interesting personality traits or distinctive traits. I think I called it. So I put that in the outline. I could change this down the road, but like one of them is like hums while they work. Another one yeah. is talks with their mouth full. And I put that in there as a potentially using it in the book somewhere and then I, yeah. I might not ever use it. I have no idea, but um, the, the guy whose video I'm using talks about, um, character types, which is how the hero's journey is with like the mentor and that kind of thing. But in, in his, it's like the guardian, the skeptic, the sidekick. So I'm using his terms. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'll journey this thing at some point, but I'm using his terms and I've got who all these different characters are. Like I'm ready to go with my characters. I'll add little ones here and there, but I'm ready to go with my main characters. I know who my victims are. I'm pretty sure I know what the motive is. Um, I don't know the weapon or when, but, uh, and, and you'll notice by the way that I'm talking about this a lot more than I'm talking about the sci-fi and the, <laughs> the fear is that and I think this happens a lot with a lot of people where it's like and again I'm going to use the term shiny things where you have this new thing I saw Lindsay Baroker post something I think a couple of days ago where she said something like uh the most interesting thing to a reader is the next thing they're going to work on something like that and that's Mm. kind of where I'm at right now like it's really fun to plot this thing and the fear is uh uh-oh am I going to like stop doing the sci-fi and do this instead well no the answer is no don't get me wrong I really really want to yeah but I'm not going to because I want to finish this sci-fi and I want to get on to book four which is probably going to be the final book of the series. And, um, and uh, get that out there. But I am really having a lot of fun learning cozy mysteries. I actually want to find a cozy mystery book to read. I've read a ton of Agatha Christie in my life. My favorite book of all time is And Then There Were None. And, uh, but I want to find an actual, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Murder She Wrote. What's her name? Jessica Fletcher Mm. Style Cozy Mystery to Read. This one's probably going to be more in the vein of Agatha Christie, but I've read all of those. Although I haven't read many Miss Marple. I've read a ton of Hercule Perot, but not many Miss Marple. Maybe I'll read some Miss Marples and uh, and see how those are, if they're any different from the, the Perot ones. So that's where I am with the mystery. I, I have chapter one and chapter two pretty much plotted and done in plotter and I'm working on chapter three. So I'll open his video at some point later this evening and I'll go through his chapter three and I'll continue to plot. I'll make changes to one and two based on what happens in three. And I'll just keep doing that and doing that until I have 31 chapters in plotter. And then I'm wondering when you use plotter, you just keep it open, right? You don't like Mm -hmm. when you're, so if you're gonna use Ted, the Neo two for people Mm -hmm. who may not know what the heck we're talking about, when you're gonna, (laughs) at some point we'll stop saying the Neo two, but when, when you're gonna use Ted, do you go off by yourself or do you still sit at your desk at your computer?
0: Well, I mean, I've only used it twice uh, so far. And the first time I was sitting at my computer. Um, and then the second time that physical therapy hooked up to the uh, Easton machine. Um, and I was able to
1: write there. Was there any, um, did, were you worried at all that you were going to like go to your laptop and just start doing other stuff? no that's my fear shiny things
0: no i mean i could have i did pick up my phone a few times to look on the word hippo app for a specific word um and then a couple of times i just put lines and i fear well just fill in the word
1: later right which is what i think you Um, should do yeah
0: yeah so before i even start writing a chapter i'm i look at plotter to make sure that i know where i want that chapter to go right um so i have that in my head before i sit down with ted
1: because i'm not the, the, what I want to happen is that when I'm ready to start writing this and I'm, I'm ready to go to like a restaurant at lunch at work, you know, go to Subway or mm-hmm. whatever and sit what I want. I don't want to take my laptop. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry for not muting. Um, what I want to do is I want to print out the plotter thing on paper and take yeah. that with me and then sit at my version of Ted, which I still don't know what I'm going to call it yet. Right now it's my um, first draft machine. <laughs> and, um, I don't want to refer to the internet at all, except for my phone for word hippo. Like you just said. Um, yeah. yeah. And I might not even do that. I might just, I might just continue. I might put the most boring word in there that there is and just keep typing because the, the two or three minutes that I'm on word hippo looking for words, yeah. I could end up going to Twitter or I, cause I have no willpower at all. So um, I, I'm not sure how I'm going to handle it, but I'm hoping that plotter has a nice print, nice print feature where like in the morning, let's say I get up, it's, you know, I get up at 5am in the morning and I'm leaving for work at 545. The last thing I do before I leave is open up plotter, look at that chapter, print, maybe look at the previous chapter, how it ended and then print it out and
0: mm-hmm. then take it
1: with me in a, in a paper yeah. form to work. So that's kind of what yeah. I'm looking to do. I think you should
0: call it Mortimer.
1: I don't like that word. Why do you think? Mortimer. That? Yeah.
0: Well, because in Trading Places, that's Don sure. Amici's character and he's mm-hmm. fantastic.
1: Oh, okay. Or um, Randolph. I mean, I would have never thought Trading Places would be a go-to for you. I watched that a couple of weeks ago, actually.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a great movie. Yeah, it um,
1: is. I mean, if, if it's me, I'm going to go towards uh, like Fletch. Oh, what about Brewster. No, I'm not going to name Brewster's it after. Brewster's
0: Millions.
1: I know. Or Punky or Brewster. Punky. Which I, did you know that was on now? Did you know that was back?
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, it started Thursday, I think. So Anna and I started watching from episode one. We didn't get very far. because The
1: old or the new? The old. Okay.
0: The old. Because um, we usually watch TV with Jeremy and he absolutely refuses to watch Punky Brewster. Yeah, I wouldn't watch either. <laughs> so... I do want to watch the new ones, but it'll be something that I'll watch on my own.
1: Punky Brewster has one of the all time best eighties, the more, you know, very special episode episodes, which is the one, isn't there one where, where either her or her friend gets trapped in the refrigerator?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah that's one of the, yeah, that um, one, that one. And, uh, is it Sherry? I believe is her name, right? Cherry. Cherry. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, that is one. Margot. I don't
1: remember that one. And the family ties episode where Michael J Fox, Alex P Keaton comes back from the funeral and yeah. he spends basically a two part episode, like in darkness, talking to himself. And it's really an odd episode, but those are always the two biggest, um, very special episodes from the eighties that, that I think of when I think of that.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know why. Whenever I, I
0: think of family ties, I think of self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. I'll
1: always think of that. Yeah. And then they, they, yeah.
0: And then whenever I think of the facts of life, I think of that song. Yeah. That they sang um, in you the lost car. that love and
1: feeling. Yeah. So do I. <laughs> yep. That's the first place my head would go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a tangent. Anyway, um, let's see, where the hell were we?
0: <laughs> I think in our in our opening uh credits or whatever it is instead of saying the office it should just
1: say randomness random tangents oh that's we don't be the talk about the
0: office a lot yeah. anymore
1: we don't i mean i did talk about it though because we're what i was what i had the michael yeah. scott movie on threat novel midnight on um random tangents is a great name for a podcast by the way yeah hmm.
0: that's true it doesn't really have anything to do with writing
1: not at all yeah anyway do you have um, a name in mind no oh i didn't talk about that yet did i no. Where, where was that at? Where was I going to? Oh, that's where, okay. This is where I was going to talk about that. Um, okay, good. So technically I'm a new mystery author. Uh, so I'm kind of like a new author because I'm learning how to plot. I know nothing about writing a mystery story. Like I'm learning how to plot it. I've read a ton of them. I've read more mystery yeah. stories than anything. Uh, so you'd think I'd know, but um, I, yeah, so I'm kind of, this is the new author podcast doesn't necessarily mean new first book it just means new at learning how to do something as an author podcast oh that could keep us going for a while too because you're going to start like i'm uh, going
0: to start a time travel thing oh yeah time travel time travel
1: time travel romance right yeah oh that's going to be huge oh you're so going to do well i mean we should change it to
0: like like super siblings scribble or
1: that's not bad so that's pretty good actually (laughs) (laughs) the super siblings scribble super
0: sibling scrawl yeah Stuff.
1: I like scribble. I like the double Bs. Yeah, I like all the Bs. Super, super siblings. Super scribble.
0: siblings. Scribble.
1: Uh, nobody knew how to, Nobody could really say that five times. Oh, we but. could
0: just call ourselves like, uh, uh, like S cubed.
1: Yeah. Wow, we were right there <laughs> at the same time, didn't we? Wow. Maybe we are actually related.
0: Man. <laughs> Maybe we are.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, I
0: think your dad is my dad.
1: It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, all right. So that's where my mystery story is. Like I said, I'm going to go back later this evening and open up chapter three and well, let's talk about this evening. So today I don't really have any idea what I'm going to do today. I know at some point I'm going to hit my golf simulator for maybe an hour. Or so it's going to be in the mid fifties, which means I can wear a t-shirt. I don't have to wear a stupid hoodie to hit golf balls. And, um, I'm going to do that. I know that for a fact, uh, I'm going to, continue uh plotting chapter three of the mystery and i'm going to work on getting the first draft of the uh autographed books that that store that draft yeah. ready to go not not published but ready to go on the website i'm also going to try to work on this, the sci-fi when we're done here maybe go in and just work on a chapter and see if i can make a little bit of progress on it and uh and and i'm just happy that february is over i'm just so yeah happy. i
0: read the outline wrong um, I read no football. Thank God.
1: And oh, no, like, no, no, no. Oh, wait, that's,
0: it's the next yeah. line.
1: <laughs> that was me last week. That was more about last week than this week. Right. I, we got off the podcast last week and um, I just, it was like two o'clock and I'm just yeah. scrolling around the TV and there's just no football. And it's, and then you look and it's like, you know, NBC has like those 30 minute um, the things where you sell products. What are those called? Um, infomercials. Yeah. Infomercials. And it's like the, there's no football. So you're giving me infomercials. Yeah. That's how bad it is when there's no football. Those do better ratings yeah. than other sports that could be on there instead. And that's sad. So I'm, I already missed football. I wish it was, no, I don't wish it was July already. I wish, um, I just wish that there was another you wish last football year round. Yeah. Last year there was two football leagues going on right now. And then coronavirus killed them both. And well, no, bad ratings killed one of them and coronavirus killed the other one. So <laughs> So that is my week in review and many tangents and lots of things. And now you can go ahead and talk and we'll see what kind of tangents you take us on.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Monday, um, my top three classes. So I'm back to teaching the Chinese new year celebration is done. Um, It was also Botox day on Monday, which I love. Um, We finished our taxes in the afternoon. That's boring. So it wasn't, much of a day off. Like I had hoped, cause I really want Mondays to be my day off. Um, but it's fine. Whatever. Um, Tuesday I taught three classes. I skipped the gym because my neck still hurt. Um, remember last Tuesday I did something, man, it's been, it's been a real process. Um, so I basically just sat in my chair and heated and iced my neck all day. I didn't do any writing sitting at my desk, like in the writing position made it ache. It was bad. Um, Wednesday I taught one class. I did go to group training, um, because we were getting a new trainer and, uh, coincidentally he worked for a physical therapist for 12 years before moving to Georgia. So he gave me a lot of ideas on like form and exercises I can do and, and how to do the exercises that he was giving us. Um, the training was hard, but it wasn't grueling. Like I didn't limp down the stairs in a sweat soaked mess. And I didn't realize how hard he worked us until the next day when I could barely stand up. Um, what else did I do Wednesday? Um, Oh, Oh, I had physical therapy in the afternoon. That's what it was. And then Kean had an appointment with his allergist. So I didn't get any writing done. Um, Thursday, I had four classes in the morning. My neck was actually feeling a lot better. Um, so I went to push class, um, and then in the afternoon, I spent a couple of hours messing with all the buttons on the Neo and like going over the um, YouTube videos again, since I had the Neo in front of me and I could, you know, like I turned on the, the two button um, on so that like when I'm carrying it in my bag and it doesn't accidentally hit the on button and right. either type nonsense or run the battery down. Um, so I played with that. And then um, I spent about an hour writing do you write with your eyes open or your eyes closed?
1: Um, I would say always open because I like to see what I'm typing. I don't, I don't understand the question.
0: You don't understand that question?
1: But I mean, do you write with your eyes closed?
0: I found that more often than not, I close my eyes when I write. Like I close my eyes and I see the scene in my brain and then I just type what I see. Um, if I have my eyes open, I see shiny things.
1: distracted well that's really interesting
0: yeah i i was like i didn't realize that i did it until recently and i wonder how many other people write with their eyes closed
1: i've been listening to to podcasts for like four years i watch a bunch of writers on youtube youtube i've never heard anyone say that before that is i wouldn't say it's it's weird it's interesting maybe it's one of
0: those embarrassing things that people just don't talk about
1: i don't even know if it's embarrassing I, I think it's impressive. Like I I'm interested in this.
0: You should try it and see yeah. if it helps with your shiny things problem.
1: Yeah. I'm wondering if, if, I'm, it if it I
0: have my eyes open, I see what's around me and I'm looking at Ollie and like, I'm doing all these other things. Ollie is my dog for those of you who don't know. Um, but when I write with my eyes closed, I can just focus on what I'm visualizing in my head and it seems to work.
1: I, yeah, I may have to try that. I mean, I, that would be like an interesting combination. I'm sitting in, the subway and my eyes, I mean, my eyes are closed. So I have to be in the corner if my eyes are going to be closed. (laughs) Um, But, and then I'm writing with the, 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 the Neo too. Boy, what a different way that I've have written in the past. Yeah. Completely different than anything I've written, like in the past. Maybe I'll give it a try. That's interesting. I like how you you put it at home too. Yeah. But I like how you put it where you said, like, you see the story in your head and that's what you type which yeah. I, I feel like I do see it, but maybe closing your eyes where you're not seeing other things makes it more clear. Yeah, I
0: think it does. Cause like I can see almost like flashes of it when I have my eyes open, but when I have my eyes closed, I can see the people moving. I can see where their hands are. I can see their facial expressions and it just makes it a little bit easier for me to like get it on the paper. Um, anyway, so I spent nearly an hour um, writing on Ted Thursday with my eyes closed. Um, Friday morning, I had two classes and then I could barely move because my quads and my glutes were so sore from Wednesday and probably a bit from Thursday too. um, I was going to go to body pump, but I skipped it because I just, I couldn't hardly stand up without groaning. Um, I had PT in the afternoon, which was really interesting because I do a lot of, um, glute thigh um, exercises at PT to help strengthen all of those attachments in my knees. So that was fun. But I did take Ted with me. And while I was hooked up to the Easton machine, um, I was able to get a couple hundred words out. Um, my physical therapist was really impressed with Ted. Um, oh, good. I feel like I need to buy him like a leather jacket, Ted, not the physical therapist. Oh, okay. I was wondering like, about that. Like man him up a little bit or something. I don't know. I did give him a name tag. I think I, think I sent you a picture.
1: We've been watching, saw... um,
0: how, how I met your mother. Have you seen that?
1: I love it. Okay, we so, talked about it last week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when Barney says, have you met Ted? Yeah. Yeah. I almost put that on it, but I just called him Ted. Okay. Yeah. Um, Saturday, yesterday. Okay. So yesterday my plan was to write. I didn't have anything going on. Kean was busy playing with his friends, having a great time. Jeremy was upstairs studying. Um, I had a little bit of a headache. So I was laying in my chair, just kind of talking myself into getting up and getting some words down. And I was staring at my walls and my thoughts wandered to how much I hate my wall color.
1: Shiny things.
0: It, it's like this, it's like this sand. It's like when you go to the beach and it's just ugly sand. It's not even pretty sand. Um, and then I thought about how much better they would look if they were a nice slate, like blue gray color. Um, and then I got up from my chair and went to Lowe's and bought paint and painted in my office. And that <sighs> took all day and I didn't do any writing.
1: <laughs> That's the shiny things I'm talking about. <laughs> yes.
0: So um, then today I woke up with a sore neck from, you know, all the painting. Um, and I mean, it's not terrible. I can still move around. Um, but when I came downstairs to my office. I look at the beautiful blue slate blue walls. I mean, it, I love it. I absolutely love it. But my ceiling is like a darker sand, like wet sand. And it's ugly and it clashes with the walls. <clears throat> so I ran to Lowe's and I picked up um, a different color called Fresh Idea. It's basically in the same color scheme as the slate blue only it's like way lighter. It's not quite white, you know, but it's way lighter. Um, and so after the podcast, I'm going to get laundry started and paint my ceiling. Um, you know, I think this will be a little bit easier than the walls. Cause when I paint, I'm a very messy painter. I know this about myself. So I make sure I tape all the edges, you know? Um, and when I painted yesterday, I had to go around my doors. I had to go around my windows. I had to move furniture out of the way. Um, and it was kind of a huge process, but I think today I'll be able to move furniture just to tape, but then put it back and cover all of it for the, all the splatters. Um, but my paint, my roller has an extending um, handle. So I think I can just stand on my ladder and get like over my furniture without having to move it. So that's my goal, at least we'll see how that goes. Um, when I'm done painting, I will probably lay in my chair um, on heat and or ice and just rest my achiness away because I'm old and I'm falling apart. Sure. That was my week. (laughs) Um, my running list of future things to do has not changed. Um, I still need to finish book two. I still need to watch the video links that you sent. And I still need to inquire about book covers. It doesn't look like yours have changed either.
1: No, book covers still number on the list. And I've been, I I've been kicking around the idea. I had been Thinking about this for a couple weeks, but then I was listening to Paul Teague's podcast yesterday. and He mentioned Kay lytics and Alex Newton. And, uh, and I want to buy the mystery one that I believe came out earlier this month. Uh, the mystery, uh, suspense, and thriller um, report that he puts out. You know, he puts out a new report, I think, every month, and it's about a different genre. And just worked out well where this one was about mystery. And I just want to see, you know, this is something I didn't do when I was writing the science fiction was... I didn't check to see like what genre should I be in? Are there certain, you know, I'm going to write this little cozy mystery and I'm going to write it a certain way, but are there certain things I should include in it that would get me into a category that is, you know, hungry for books? It has a ton of readers, not very many books. So I'm kind of excited to do that because I've never done that. You know, I didn't do that ahead of time last time. I'm going to try to do it. Ahead of time, this time, and make sure that I get into a somehow get into a, a, a category or a, a subcategory where, where maybe I can get a, a pretty good ranking because I'm sure the cozy mystery category is just as big as the science fiction one yeah. in terms of number. If of you books. write in
0: a foreign language, you can get into that category.
1: Well, I'd have to learn one first, and that oh, that takes some time. Yeah, although you know, but that right before I don't think I talked about this ever on the podcast or to anyone. Right before um, coronavirus hit and I was going to work every day, I had downloaded this app for learning Italian. I think it was Italian. And on my way home from work, I would just listen to it because I had an hour drive and I had 60 minutes to kill. Yeah. So I would just listen to that and I would try to learn the words. And it just, I didn't do it very long before corona hit. And Why
0: uh, Italian?
1: I just picked a language. No, okay. no reason. Yeah, I literally just and picked a language. I do language.
0: Duolingo every day. I'm on like a 200 and some day streak um, for learning Russian. Russian. Yours
1: is Russian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I figure that if I learn a a different language, eventually when you and I go on the amazing race together, you know, we'll do, we'll do, oh, you didn't know about that. I was planning that. Um, the
0: word race is in it. So I can't even believe that you would want to race.
1: Well, there's not very much running. Oh, it's mostly like, you, you know, you, you, you go to different, you never watched the amazing race. No. Oh my God. I love that show. It's a it's a, a, a reality show where they start out in like let's just say Dodger Stadium and they run to they get a clue and the clue says go to the airport and fly to this place. So then you hurry up, you get into your car, you find a taxi and you go to the airport and then you you know you get to that place. You get to the airport and then, you know, they give you like three or four flights you can choose from and maybe five people can fit in the first pl- flight or five teams and maybe five teams on the second flight. And uh-huh. then you get there, whoever gets there first continues the rate they race. And at the end of every leg, which usually is in a different city, like you'll end up in like Chile or, and then you'll go to India and you, then you'll go to like South Korea and then you'll go to like England. I mean, you're all over the world. Yeah. It's a race. It's literally a race around the world. So at the end of every leg, which is every show that whoever comes in first gets a prize, whoever comes in last gets evicted. It gets kicked off the race. And then at the end of it, whoever wins wins like a million dollars. Oh, we should totally do that. It's a great show. Like it's just fun to watch, but we and-
0: couldn't tell anybody that, you know, that, you know, Italian and I know Russian because then they won't send us there.
1: No, the, the, race is already pre-made Oh, okay. like, like Spanish, I think would be a good one. Cause Spanish is spoken in a lot of places. That would probably be a good yeah. one to learn also.
0: I can but, kind of understand Spanish Not speak it though.
1: Yeah. I know. I, I know because of all my years of Spanish in high school and college, I know a lot of the words I can do a couple of the basic sentences, but like hearing somebody speak it, they'd have to go slow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, keep that in your back pocket for when you and I okay. go on the amazing, amazing race together. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so book covers and uh, learn SEO. Those are my two things right now that I'm working on. In terms of my addicted to, I don't have much in terms of addicted to. I still watch Perry Mason, not as much as I did the previous week, but I'm still watching a bunch of them. But it wasn't like every single night. Um, You know, I don't really have anything that I concentrated on throughout Mm -hmm. the week. It was kind of scattered. I have 40 or 50 YouTube channels that I subscribe to. Uh, and some of them put this stuff out every day. And some of them put stuff out once a week. And I usually watch them, you know, in the morning or in the evening. So, mm-hmm. or at lunch. So, you know, that that's, I don't really have anything specific though.
0: Mine's still Fruity Pebbles. Wow. This morning I woke up at like 7.15 and Kean was still sleeping. So I thought, oh, I could just lay here and I can just chill. And then I thought, oh, but the Fruity Pebbles are downstairs. I got yeah. out of bed and came downstairs to eat Fruity Pebbles. I think I was done eating when Kean got up. Oh, okay. They like pulled me out of bed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could say that potentially Twix bar could be like my addicted to, I had one on, on Friday and for the first time in a while. And then I went to the grocery store yesterday, just to pick up a few items and I wanted a Twix bar. They didn't have them there. So then this morning I went to the grocery store for my normal Sunday morning grocery shopping. They still didn't have any Twix bars. So I stopped at the drugs. Yeah, I know. it's annoying at the grocery store. It's weird. It's not like I went to some niche store. Um, It's not like
0: Twix bars are like, like some delicacy.
1: Right. Yeah. So I stopped at the, so I pulled in my driveway with my car full of groceries and then went, no, 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 I'm getting my Twix bar. So I pulled back out, went to Rite Aid. (laughs) and got myself a Twix bar. And then I, the woman <laughs> came walking up. I was the only customer in the store because it was, you know, 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. And she comes walking up and I'm like, you know, I went to the shop and saved twice to get Twix bars and they didn't have them. And I want my Twix bar. And she started laughing. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So maybe those just just bought
0: I just, I keep a bag of M&Ms um, in the drawer beside my desk. Because after I eat, I like to have a little something sweet. And I only eat like three to five of them. But I the, this last bag of m ms that I bought, it has an unordinary number of orange. Look at the fat. Oh, yeah, it does.
1: There's a lot of orange in there.
0: Yeah. I thought, man, that's Browns a fans. lot of orange.
1: A lot of brown fans. Maybe a Browns fans packed it. I like that.
0: Maybe. Yeah, yeah. that could be it. Um, let's hear this week. Um, tomorrow, I teach three classes in the morning. Um, and then I have to go to base to get a new military ID in the afternoon. But other than that, I don't have anything going. It's my day off. My office will be painted. Um, hopefully, I can just kind of watch the new Punky Brewster and chill. Um, Tuesday, I have four classes. I'd like to go to Pilates in the morning. That's my goal. Um, at one o'clock, I have physical therapy. And at 3.30, I have a dermatology appointment. So-
1: Ooh, your dog doesn't Ooh. like that you're going places on Tuesday. Holy cow. Somebody walking down your street, like what, mailman or something? Delivery person?
0: Uh, somebody, somebody rang the doorbell.
1: All right, well I'll go into my week then while you get your door, um, and then you can come back to it. Sunday for me, like I said, is um, I want to work more on the sci-fi today, and I want to use my golf simulator today. I want to finish plotting chapter three of the mystery story later this evening, and then I want to work on the draft of the autographed books on the on the store on my website. Uh, I'm going to get up every day at five a.m. to write, and I say that knowing that it's not going to be every day, but it'll be it'll be at least three of the five and hopefully I can do all five. I think I've only done all five maybe once since I started doing this at the beginning of January, but uh, I usually do three to four. Last week was just a bad one where I only did it once. Uh, We're going to have warmer weather this week. So I am sure I'll spend a couple of my lunches in my golf simulator. Uh, That's kind of the plan is when I work from home At lunchtime, I'm going to go out in the golf simulator as long as it's not freezing cold. And we're starting to get into those those weather patterns where it's going to be in the 40s and 50s uh, over the next few weeks. Work from 7 to 1130 like normal. Take my lunch from 1130 to 1. Continue writing if I'm able to or going to the golf sim. Uh, done working at 4.30, do my little exercise routine, which I've been hot and cold with, but I, I'm, I'm doing okay with it. And I'm still eating a salad every day, pretty much for lunch, which is, I went to the grocery store this morning and bought all of the items to make my salad all week. And this time I added, I, I found in the um, meat aisle, there's these um, this chicken that, that I thought it was like three chicken patties, but it's actually six chicken tenders almost, but they're they're, they're not breaded, they're just grilled. And, and I can cook all six of them in my air fryer um, today. And then, um, I'll have them throughout the week to put into my salads for lunch, which is good. I've been told that I need to have protein in my salad because I, I don't have any kind of energy in there when you eat it with just like leaves. And when you eat like a rabbit, you need to figure out a different way to get energy. So, uh, done. Uh, let's see. And then Saturday and Sunday, I really have no plans. Um, I'm sure writing will be a big thing. I want to do Panera I maybe by next Saturday I'll be ready to go back to one. I'm going to go back to one at some point, and you know, maybe it'll be next. I'm guessing if I do go, it might be the week after that for the reason that I'm going to give you now, which is I have a little bit of a spoiler for the following podcast, which is I have to go back to work on March 8th, which is the week from tomorrow, but it's back on a rotation, so I'll work one week and then be off three weeks. Uh, okay, um, I don't know when we're going to go back full time, I don't expect it to be until you know, June or July. Um, mm-hmm. the rumor is. Uh, they don't want us back full time until everybody has a chance to get the vaccine. And I know Fauci has said April, I believe is, is our, is when that's going to happen. But you know, who knows if it's actually going to be April or May or June. So, um, yeah, so that's my week. Um, you want to go back to yours?
0: Yeah. Sorry. The little neighbor boy across the street rang the doorbell. Um, and instead of answering the door, Kian went upstairs to change out of his pajamas. So that was helpful. Yeah. Um, okay. So Tuesday I have PT and dermatology. I'm going to take Ted with me to both places and get some work in. I know for PT, I only have about 10 minutes while I'm hooked up to the East but dermatology, you know, I'll be in the waiting room waiting and then they'll take me to my room and I'll be waiting. Uh, uh, I should have some time to write. Um, Wednesday I have three classes and then I have group training at the gym and chiropractor in the afternoon. Hopefully I'll be able to write, but we'll see. Uh, Thursday, I teach four classes, and then I have push in the morning, PT in the afternoon. Ted will be accompanying me. Uh, Friday, I have four classes. There's a 9:15 body pump that I really want to go to, but if I'm sore again from that group training, I don't know. I might have to skip it. Um, and I should be able to write in the afternoon. Saturday, I have push class in the morning. No idea what I'll be doing after that. Sunday, podcast, maybe write, order groceries, clean the normal, the normal stuff.
1: So I'm curious. Um, I wanted, I was thinking about this this morning as I was carrying in groceries that I wanted to ask you, because I have, I have something on, that I, I was thinking about too. Are there any habits or things you've picked up in the last, let's say, 11 months because of the pandemic that you will continue to do after the pandemic is over? Do, can you think of anything? I probably could have put this in the outline so you could have thought about it a little bit, but I didn't. Mm. So deal with it. I
0: can't think of anything. I mean, honestly, my life hasn't changed all that much except that when I leave the house, I have to remember to take a mask with me, but I didn't go a lot of places before.
1: Did you so, do like curbside that you didn't do before or do you deliveries that you did? Like, did you do grocery delivery before?
0: Yeah, I used, oh, I've been did. using okay. Instacart for like two years. Okay. Um, so no, I would say no, my life has not changed all that much, except that we can't like Jeremy has a travel restriction right. until after he gets the second shot. So he's not allowed to go more than 200 miles or something like that. So like, I haven't been up to Ohio in about a year and a half because we can't go that far.
1: Yeah. I think today I'm going to book my Vegas flight for us in November for, for, mm-hmm. our, for our trip. And I also think I'm going to book my Vegas hotel in, uh, September labor day week. I usually go for our yeah. fantasy, my foot fantasy football drafts. And every week I get emails from the Bellagio, the park MGM, the Mirage, uh, and there's two others that I don't remember. And they're not actual big hotel, um, casino hotel chains. They're like, they're like the hotel chain next to a casino. Like there's one next to the yeah. Bay Bay. I don't remember what they're called, but I get at least those five every week saying, if you come, you can have four free nights or three free nights and you can have, uh, and, and you can have at least $50 in meal credit. Sometimes it's a hundred and you can have a hundred in slot machine credit or the other way Jeez. around hundred. Yeah. And, um, so I think I'm going to book, so the, My drafts are in the Bellagio, but they're only offering me three free nights and $50 in slot credit. Whereas mm-hmm. the Mirage, which I think you can walk to from the Mirage of the Bellagio and Park GM, MGM, which has a shuttle, which I don't, I'm hoping would be up by then that goes right from the Park MGM to the Bellagio are offering yeah. me four free nights and a hundred dollars in slot machine. No, this is Park MGM. It's a different one. Oh. Um, this is on where the old Monte Carlo used to be. Okay. Called, they don't have, um, they don't have like a buffet, They're a smaller Uh, casino. They have a casino and everything, but they're a lot smaller. uh, Um, And they're offering me four free nights and $100 in slot credit, $100 in meal credit. And I think I'm going to book one of those. It's like booked by, you know, whatever. It might be February 28th, which is today. It could be maybe mm -hmm. a week or two later. Um, But travel by like January 2022. And I'm like, well, I might just book it and I'm not paying anything. So if I cancel it, no big deal. So I might just, so I'm going to book a flight with my credit that I got for canceling last year's. Yeah, 20 books. I'm going to book a hotel for free also. And then none of these things cost me anything if I lose them. So I think I'm going to do that mm-hmm. today. It's to kind of make you feel a little bit better about not being able to travel. You were mentioning not coming to Ohio.
0: I I have a credit from not going to 20 books, don't I?
1: I don't know who you booked your flight through, but yeah, I'm Delta. sure they either, pay, they either paid you back or gave you a credit.
0: I have to look into it. I need yeah. to buy my ticket for 20 books. I still have to pay for it.
1: Oh, I paid for mine last week.
0: Yeah. I'll probably do that today.
1: Yeah, now that I'm thinking of it. So I'm all paid up there. So I'll, all I do is book the flight, and that trip will be done. I'll have the flight, and we are, I've already uh, taken care of the hotel, and I've already bought my tickets. So yeah, that's I can't wait for that. That's gonna mm-hmm. be so much fun. Are
0: you gonna fly through Atlanta like like we planned last time?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna fly wherever Spirit allows me to fly because that's my credit, oh. and I don't I don't know if they fly mm-hmm. through Atlanta or not. So
0: we should try to land around the same time though, so that yeah. we can. Um get
1: to the hotel and stuff like well before Uber. i book I'll, I'll try to find a couple of flights that earn vegas think that, because that's the one thing about um spirit that i like is they go one way back and no non-stop back and forth to vegas yeah so i don't have to worry about um uh, extras connections and all that stuff which i don't like so yeah. i probably won't go to atlanta for this one um because i could just fly nonstop to mm. on, on spirit so um all right so that i believe oh the, oh let me answer my question that i asked you so the reason i asked that is because i was bringing groceries in at like 8:45 a.m. coming back from the grocery store which had no one in it and it's very possible that once all this is over i will continue to do sunday morning grocery shopping at like 8:15 because it's it's quiet there there's no one there i mean when i got to the registers there's i think there's seven registers none of the lights were on and because I mean, there was somebody working, but their light wasn't on. And I told him, I'm like, yeah. Man, I really love your strategy of you no lights on. I wish I could do that at work. And um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, that, uh, that is the one thing that I can think of right now that once this is all over and I can see uh, wearing a mask in the winter, not because I'm scared of germs, but because it keeps my face warm. Holy cow. I, I, was, I walked out <laughs> of the grocery store today with my hood up and a mask on. I looked like an like a, a, a old West. Uh, I was going to go rob a bank. It was great. Um, although I guess they didn't wear hoodies in the old West. I don't, I doubt it. So <laughs> anyway, that is the podcast for this <laughs> week. Do you, um, do you have anything else to add?
0: No, I was just checking my email and I do have a credit. So oh, good. I should probably look at flights.
1: Yeah. I'll send you a, a couple of texts with the the times that I can fly in. We're flying okay. in on Sunday. So, and if, there's football going on, so I'll either want to do it early or late. So we'll see how that goes. But, um, I'd prefer well, it'll early. be late
0: for me because, oh, um, good. Because I, I have an hour and a half trip to the airport, then I have to be there two hours early. So yeah. if we do early, I would have to leave my house at like 3 a.m.
1: Yeah, I'd rather do too. Because if the, the chances are good that the Browns will play at one o'clock, so if I can get a flight that leaves at like six, then mm-hmm. I can at least be in the car. I guess if I went early enough, I could just go watch it somewhere at the airport. I'm sure it'd be on somewhere. So yeah, oh like yeah, I'm sure at. it will be. All right, okay. Well, that's all I have for today. You have nothing yep. else? No. Nope. All right. So you can find me. com is the website. Jerry at is the email. Twitter, Facebook, buy me a coffee. It's all um, linked. And I stopped following Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey on Instagram this week um, because it's the same thing that... Ha- Stop looking at me like that. It's the same thing that happened to me back in like 2000 and whatever year that was where I did a giant Twitter purge where I just killed off... And Facebook. Twitter, Facebook purge where I killed off about... 40 to 50 people between the two platforms because I realized I just don't care about their lives. Like, I don't care about celebrities. I I never have been a celebrity person. I just, I I don't care. Um, So, and they posted, Angela Kinsey would have like a hundred items per day in her story. Like, it's the only thing that she does is put stuff on Instagram and it was just, I just didn't, it's just too much. So I, I it's the same thing on Twitter. If somebody tweets too much, I just hide them or kill them because I just don't want them. It's I don't want them taking up my Twitter feed. That one person mm-hmm. always there. And that's what was happening with the, them on Facebook, Instagram. And as much as I love, I still follow the office ladies one. And as much as I love the office and them as actors and potentially people, um, you know, their <laughs> personal lives just don't interest me.
0: See, I'm so. the opposite. I follow them and I love it when Jenna Fisher makes bread, it makes me so
1: happy. Yeah. I just, I find myself just clicking past it. The same way that you watch celebrities. I remember we went to London and, and I remember at the end of the day, the last thing you would do is open up your iPad and watch all of the stories. I was on Instagram of all these celebrities. And it's like, I do that with golfers and it's not even golfers that are pro, you know, it's golfers who are just random people. Most of them in England, one of them in Malaysia, a couple of them in the U S that uh-huh. I just like their golf content and I do the same thing with golfers, but I don't, I just don't, I'm not a celebrity person at all. Like I don't even think I, I care like, about autographs. I just, eh. no,
0: I don't care about that. And I don't care about necessarily their celebrity status. I follow them because I like them and I feel like I could be friends with them.
1: Yeah. I think I get that. And then I realize that, that I'm not going to be, no, that's not true. I just don't care. Like I don't care when <laughs> Jenna Fisher makes bread. I'm a huge oh, fan of it. Pam Beasley but I don't care when Jenna Fisher makes bread. I think if Pam Beasley made bread, I'd probably be, I'd probably follow. I'd follow a Pam Beasley, Angela Martin account on Instagram, but Mm -hmm. not a Jenna Fisher, Angela Kinsey. I'm a little disappointed in you. I'm sorry. All
0: right. So if you want to look at my website, you can go to lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Lindsay Evanoff author and on Twitter, Evanoff Lindsay. If you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week,
1: Thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast.
0: Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.